session, this getting together, is dedicates a lot of talk on fundraising. To quote one of the ministers, one of the religious ministers in Israel many years ago, he said, it says, it starts with Kemach and ends with Kemach. That was the way he put it. Um, fundraising is an extremely important part of the schools and the ability to survive. But there is, I guess, um, there, there are issues. And I think we need to put down a certain framework for the relationship between the Imein uh, Kemach part and the Torah part. I want to start with, there's a famous Zohar. It says that when Yaakov Avinu was struggling with the Sashal Esav, it says that he touched the Kafraglo and the, the foot, and he unhinged it, made him limp. So the Zohar says, we're talking about Tamchindo Raisa, the supporters of Torah. And this has been used innumerable amount of times by fundraisers that there's a deficiency in raising money for yeshivas and schools and etc. The pshat as such stands, but I'd like to think a little bit more about a more precise meaning, and I think one that's significant to us over here. If you think about it, really what Esau did was he, um, he disturbed the alignment of the foot and the body. He did not remove the foot, what he did was he moved it out of place. And moving it out of place means it's not synchronized correctly with the rest of the body. And there are many ways it's true. Um, for instance, the, the, I'll take something that's well, maybe less relevant to us, but relevant to bigger meisters. The type of person that you honor and sort of present as a model, as a paradigm, might be different in a fundraising context than an educational context. And there's sometimes a bit of mixed messages about that. But I want to speak something more specific to the functioning of a school and its environment. The, um, let's take a business. A business starts and ends with Kemach. You invest money only if you can prove that it is more likely to succeed than not. You, um, you do whatever you can to ensure that you're not over leveraged and that whatever it is that you have, the product, the facilities, etc., covers whatever it is that you are um, borrowing, etc. That's one side of it. On the other side, somebody, Kali Yisrael, was in the Midbar, and they had Mon come from Shemayim. It had no connection whatsoever with this world. It was totally Mena Shemayim, and that's it. That's the other, other extreme, where something is totally Maisenisim. What do we do? What's our attitude? What's the appropriate Torah attitude when it comes to something like a school? Is financial security, assurance, 
responsibility, and the Aleph, and based on that, we build, or do we depend on my Sinisim? If we go to either extreme, then we find problems. If not one institution would have been built had it been run like a business, by the time we would have enough money to build Lakewood, there wouldn't have been a single person left to learn. By the time the Panavijarov had amassed all the money he needed for all of the institutions, there would have been nobody left, and so on. It certainly is not a good model. It's not a true model. Um, that's one extreme. The other extreme, unfortunately, we speak less about it, but institutions had run into problems in the nature with which really left serious issues. Fiscal responsibility is not an English word. Um, there's actually a pasik, loiva rush of loyishalim. That's someone who borrows money, and many mifarshim understand it to mean if you borrow a type of money where you have really no sense of where are you going to pay it back, in halacha, there's different angles to it. I don't want to go into the details of it. But basically, spending money where it's not reasonably going to come back is an issue. So you certainly can't build Torah on somebody else's money. You certainly don't want to build Torah on money that's less than kosher. And money that's stolen is not kosher. And there were, unfortunately, institutions, big institutions, we don't talk a lot about it, that not, I'm not even talking about today's generation, I'm talking about in Europe, that really, really um, had a lot of issues. So what are the guidelines? What is a type of guideline that would make sense for us? So I'd like to um, focus on a halacha, and it'll give us some sense of what it is. It's a Gemara in Beitza. It says, Parnas that a person has is meted out on Rosh Hashanah, you know, the Sesame Tshuva. Chutz Maitzah Shabbos V'yantiv Votzah's Bon of the Talmud Torah. That except for Hotzah Shabbos V'yantiv and Hotzah's Bon of for Talmud Torah. Education, children's education. The um, Rishonim raise an issue. So it sounds, from the Gemara, it sounds like that one can just borrow money for Shabbos and Yontiv to make it as extravagant as possible and as nice as possible and not to worry about it. The, the money will be there in the bank. This includes, obviously, Otsar's Bana for which is for us is education. That is one Gemara. On the other hand, Rabbi Kiva says, you shall celebrate Shabbos as if it were a weekday, and don't depend on people for money. And Rishonim discuss in the halacha how to reconcile these two halachas. By and large, 
I'm condensing a big topic, but I'm, I, I want to, what I feel is the by and large consensus is, and the Aruch HaShulchan, I think, says it the most succinctly. If a person has a viable business, then where it's reasonable to think that it can succeed, then a person should go with the Gemara of everything is Kotsuv, except for Roshana, except for Shabbos and Yantiv, and Hutzah's Banu Torah. If not, then Aseh Shabbos Chachol. In other words, between having money at hand to having no hope of getting that money, there is money that can be reasonably expected. Now, if a person is running a business and he's borrowing money, then it's more than just hopefully expected. A person needs to be and much more than hopefully expecting. A person needs to feel, yes, it's money that's due to come in. A, a very rational, reasonable um, description um, of, of the projection of the project will, means it'll come in. Obviously, we're talking about a, a, a lender, not an investor. An investor's taking the risk. A, a lender is not. So the assurance for paying back the loan is primary. When it comes to things like Shabbos Yontif and, um, and Talmud Torah, then it needs to be the possibility, a reasonable possibility, rather than probability. So there's a fine distinction between the type in business assurance comes before um, the profit. In terms of chinuch, which would mean education, that would have the um, project come first, with with the with with the understanding that that there is a that, that it's it's not irrational, it's not unreasonable that the type of money can be raised. So one halachic guideline, again, it's a general guideline. And uh, I, these things are notoriously difficult to translate into exact numbers. But, I mean, we're talking, but there's a difference. In, in a business environment, um, the certainty is the first factor. In, in Talmud Torah for children, education, the education is first, except when a person is, is doing something which is inherently very risky unreasonable that it can be covered, and so on. That's one important guideline. There's a second important guideline, and this is spoke about the Shabbos Yantiv, a difference between a minimal standard to a luxury or extraordinary. Um, it, it, and, and the difference between what's minimally required to what's luxurious, extraordinary, is something that also has, it projects itself in halacha. I'd like to move these guidelines into this area a little bit. My father was a kind of racha, Rabbeinu Shvinkel was Rashiva Me Yeshiva, and he very, very strongly believed that the person responsible for the finances and the Rashiva should be one person. It was an extraordinary model. Um, 
it could only have worked for him, worked for his, for my brother-in-law's but at some point, um, it's, it's become impossible. The point of it, though, was, in his mind, the decisions about the things we're talking about are inextricably bound together. Should I go out on a limb and be able and spend money that I don't have yet, but I think may come in, really depends on what level pikuach nefesh it is. What level is it that you know it's 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 something that will will lose children actively. So the Mi Yeshiva wasn't about that, but it was it, it had its own um, dynamics about what was crucial. That decision is very hard because you need to wrestle with both sets of figures, the financial figures and the educational figures. And it's something that to make a decision, you need to have both at hand. And that's why he very strongly felt that the, the, the responsibility for the education and the responsibility for the finances need to be in one hand because only one person can understand both sides. It's a model that can work only for unique people. It's, it's, it's something that obviously most of us, A, have a talent for one or the other. Most of us have a talent for the, either the practical administration, fundraising, etc., or the educational piece. It also needs a very big person who can encompass everything, even, even if you have even if you're good at both, at some point the numbers just become too big and, and, and it's impossible to take it around, which creates an issue. On the one hand, um, every educator just given his dream or her dream and wishes and without fiscal responsibility, it can end up imploding, can end up being terrible Hashems, can end up with a lot of problems least of which is Lovarash Loyishalem, not least of which is Lovarash Loyishalem. On the other hand, taking, taking fiscal prudence to the extreme would mean that probably almost none of our schools would survive, would even think of because they were all built with some level of bitachet. That's the way it is. It's nothing, nobody had all the money in the bank waiting with a safety margin and then started building. We start building because we feel the pikuach nefesh of education, and we go out on a limb. But it means that the two have to work closely hand in hand. I think um, it, because the norm is institutions, the, the, uh, both of these elements are split into two parts, at least. But, but there has to be a working together and an understanding to both sides. Whoever is dealing with the educational piece needs to understand what are the finances, what's reasonable that could come in, what could come in with a lot of push, and what is really, really taking a big risk of, of, of implosion or One needs to gain at least a sense of it not, you know, we can't just bury our heads in sand and say, well, this is what I need and tough luck, it's your job. It may be the person's job, but if, it, if the job is to move Mount Everest, it's not going to happen. And we need to understand 
we don't have the right to build Torah on Lova Rosh Lo Yishalem. On the other hand, a person who is in charge of the finances, the word fiscal responsibility is great when we're talking about business. But when we're talking about here, we need to understand it differently. These are two responsibilities. It's like when a parent has a responsibility to take a child to a doctor. So if it's, I don't know, a nose job, you say to yourself, well, I don't have the money, that's that. If it's emergency surgery, you do it and the money will come later. There are distinctions between um, what is the need and what is the ability, how much, the, you know, what's my ability to, to, to have the, the, the finances. If I look at it as a luxury, okay, so luxuries you get when Akash Baruch gives you the money. If you look at it as crucial, you really push yourself. If you look at it as critical, then you take a leap of faith and say this has to be, and whatever it takes, I'm gonna make sure it happens. So the person doing, bearing the responsibilities for the finances, administration, et cetera, needs also to be involved in the education. And he needs to understand what's happening. You need to feel it firsthand. When you look at numbers and things on a piece of paper, they, 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 they look, okay, they're parva. But when you see a kid that the difference of keeping him in school or not is whether they're gone from Kali Yisrael or are proud members of Kali Yisrael, then you look at it differently. So the partnership between the two is crucial. Everyone needs to understand both sides of the equation. It's not, there was somebody, a friend of mine, who, um, who went to um, Rav Shach with somebody, um, and there were three people, my, my, my friend, it was a relative of mine, there was a person who had some financial, a decision that was a struggle between finances and something else, and, and a ruchniyastic thing, and a Rav who was pushing him that when it comes to ruchnius, money is nothing, money is nothing, money is nothing. And they went to Rav Shach, and Rav Shach said, I can't make the decision. I can't make the decision, I can't make the decision. No matter how much they pressed him, he wouldn't make it. Um, a few days later, the person who really had this issue called back, and Rav Shach said, you should take, you should trust about the money and, 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 and do what you're supposed to do. So he asked him, well, why didn't Rosh Hashiva tell me yesterday? So he said, I was annoyed at the Rav that told me, don't worry about money, don't worry about money, or money. You have to worry about it. You can't just, he felt it was too cavalier. We need to understand responsibility is important. But when a child needs to be rushed to the hospital, you don't check insurance. You check insurance when you, when you want to straighten out the teeth. You, you, you weigh insurance versus, versus the teeth straightening out. But when you're talking about um, uh, somebody gasping for breath, it's a, it's a very different chesm. You know that they'll have to undertake to raise the money. But, but you, you think of the child first and the money later. So this partnership is a difficult partnership. Ace of uh, unhinged the two, and that's why it's become so difficult. It's not that there is no money, but it's just a different world. The, the finances and the education 
pretend to be different worlds. We need to do the best we can to make that partnership. A school of the types, the, the yeshivas, of the types of yeshivas that all of us are involved in are, are not luxuries. They are emergency rooms that are dealing with children who this is the question, will they be part of class or not? It means that our decisions a lot of time border on pigoch nefesh. It means we as educators also need to um, be able to distinguish the critical, the crucial, the important, the desirable. Um, yes, it, it, there, it, things, it, things have different madregas. My father used to, when someone became and pushed him to do something to, to make some, some, some cosmetic improvement in the yeshiva, and he said, if you will explain to me how it improves Talmud Torah, then I'll undertake it. And, and it was by him very important. He, he felt fiscal responsibility was very important, and Talmud Torah is more important. But it has to be Talmud Torah. We all like things that look nicer, present themselves better, and so on. We have to be able to make honest cheshman nefesh about how significant it is. And for those of us that are involved in keeping the moisture going, and that's the grueling, grinding work of constantly fundraising, etc. We need a. We have the responsibilities that yeshivas not be built on lower Russia, low yishalim. That yeshivas chasashon don't cause chilashems. We also need to acquaint ourselves with what's going on. We need to see a child's face in front of us when we make a decision. That this decision means that this child is gone. And we have to be able to make that decision and say, um, you know, with this in mind, I'm still making a decision. We need to acquaint ourselves what is really critical and so on. It's a partnership, and Hashem, if we do the partnership the way we're supposed to do it, we, 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 we succeed in realigning that, that, that misaligned Tamchandaraisa of Yaakov Avinu. And Be'ez Hashem, the, the, the two functioning together means that the yeshivas produce far more than what could have been expected from the finances they started with. And we, and HaKadosh and, and Baruch Hu gives us, he's, we, we borrow appropriately when he wants us to borrow, and then we have the Aftach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Vani Pareya Be'ez Hashem. That's love.